Welcome to this edition of the Water Brothers Podcast. I'm Jay Kirshner, the Executive Director of American Water College, and I'm joined today by my brother, Joe Kirshner, who is the founder and president of American Water College. And today we're going to be discussing the different ways that people learn and how by understanding your learning style and how you learn best, you'll be able to better prepare for your certification or your licensing exams. So I want to kick it off today by talking about the different learning styles. So Joe, last time we talked, you talked about the three different uh, major categories or ways that people process and ultimately understand new information. Right. So what are those different ways that people learn? Well, there's three main categories that I like to talk about when I talk about learning styles. And those are the auditory learner, the visual learner, and the tactile learner. And some people might know that as the kinesthetic learner. Um, but those are the three major ways that people learn. And let, let me just describe each of those briefly. For the auditory learner, uh, that type of person learns by hearing and listening. So they need to hear the information. And they, they tend to remember things that they've heard. And if that's you, if you're this type of learner, you need to read the information out loud or any new material that you're trying to learn. And, and in this series, we're talking about studying for licensing exams. So as you learn that information, it's helpful for you to hear it. And that might just be your voice reading it out loud. If you're using flashcards, it's helpful to read them out loud. So it's a really good idea for the auditory learner to get away by themselves so that uh, they can be loud and, and, and make some noise and talk through the material that they're just, uh, studying without disturbing other people. The next type is the visual learner. And to the visual learner, I like to say seeing is believing. Um, but the visual learner sees things and remembers things. So you might uh, remember that person in school who had that photographic memory. Well, that type of person is a visual learner. So if, if this is you, you know, you need to see things. So simply reading the information might be enough for you. You don't have to say it. You can just see it and you'll know it. Um, the visual learner also uh, needs to use images to reinforce or cement that new information into their mind. Um, and sometimes it's helpful for the visual learner to draw pictures about what they're learning uh, just to help it sink in. So those oh, are the, that's a good tip. Yeah, those are the first two, the auditory and the visual. And then the last is the tactile learner. Now, this type of learner better understands and remembers things when there's some type of physical activity involved during the learning process. So this is a hands-on learner. This person learns by doing. Uh, this person wants to touch it, work with it, take it apart, put it back together. And if this describes you, which I've found over the years in working uh, with operators, a lot of operators are the tactile type of learner. Um, if this describes you, uh, when you're studying and preparing for these exams, it might be helpful for you to walk around as you're studying. Walk around and listen to a lecture. Walk around as you read out loud to yourself during your study time. So like the auditory learner, the tactile learner is going to need a private space where he or she can make some noise and not disturb anyone else as uh, you go through the learning process. And it, there's another tip for the tactile learner, uh, and that's 
if, if you have access to a program, uh, a computer-based program that involves pointing and clicking or dragging and dropping or putting a pin on a picture, uh, that is oftentimes enough activity or physical movement to engage the part of your brain that's going to remember that information. So using uh, computer-based training programs might be helpful to the tactile learner. Okay, so you've, you've described the three uh, major ways people learn, the auditory, the visual, the tactile. Um, it, it almost sounds like you're, well, are you saying, let me ask it this way, are you saying that I'm one of those, I'm, I'm one and not the other? How does, how well, does that all work? Well, not necessarily, and, and I'm, you know, by no means am I trying to come across as an expert on learning styles. In fact, you know, I've just done some research on it, and in doing that, you know, some people will say there's four learning styles, some people say there's eight learning styles. I kind of summed them all up into to the three. You know, you either hear it, you see it, or you work with it, or a combination of those three. And, and what I've found is, in general, uh, all of the other methods or styles of learning kind of fall into those three categories. And also, my research uh, has taught me that most people are not just you know, one type or another, but they actually learn best by combining multiple learning methods. So you're always better off if you can uh, use multiple methods to take in information than if you just address a single. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I found that to be true in my own my own studies. I happen to be uh, both auditory and a uh, a visual learner. So I, I need I need those two things to be working uh, in concert with each other for for me to learn best. Yeah, that's right. Uh, me too. I'm the the same way as you, Jay. But that that should not be a surprise to our listeners. Um, but I, I guess what I want to say is that although you might prefer to learn new information in one way rather than another, or or, or maybe even two ways. The important thing to remember is that by combining all three, the audio, the visual, and some type of physical activity during the learning process, your understanding and your memory of that information is going to be far better than if you took that information in simply by silently reading it uh, off of uh, the page as text. You know, some people try to prepare just by reading the book. Some people try to prepare by reading information off a computer screen silently. Well, that's not going to be as effective as interacting with the material and discussing the material or saying the material out loud and hearing the material as well. Yeah, you know, I, I heard some time back that there's a, a simple test that, that you can do to determine what is your, your dominant learning style. Mm -hmm. And they call it the IKEA test. Right. And if you're familiar with the IKEA uh, brand, the IKEA store. It's a store where you uh, buy furniture and you bring it home and you have to assemble it. You have to put it together. Right. And so they have some in instructions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And and so the IKEA test goes something like this. If you if you're the type of person who gets gets the product home, you open up the box, you get the uh, the instructions and you you know throw them aside, put them on the table, throw them in the trash and just jump in and start putting the the piece of furniture together without instructions, you're probably a tactile or a kinesthetic type of a learner. Right. Uh, if you're someone who's going to sit down, you're going to read through all of the instructions before you start, 
and then you'll follow them step by step. Uh, as you're reading it, you're probably a visual learner or that's your dominant style. Mm -hmm. And then if you're the person uh, and, and for me, I, I do the I, I'll read through it once and then I'll have somebody read it to me. So if you want somebody to read those instructions to you as you're putting it together, then you're probably an auditory learner or that's that's your your dominant style. Right. And that's but, you know, we, we also, Joe, we have a another it, it's a little more precise, but it's it's not it's I wouldn't call it um, it's not uh, it's not the end all, but it is a, a 20 question assessment that people can can take if they don't want to just do the IKEA test, they can identify their dominant learning styles. If they go to our website at AmericanWaterCollege.org um, and uh, navigate to our exam certification exam prep page, it's right there in the, the, the main navigation menu and scroll down a little bit and they'll find uh, there, there's number one, there's a free course called how to prepare to pass that discusses these same things that we're talking about here. And there's also uh, a, a link to a, a, a 20 question exam that'll help them um, to, to learn their their learning style. Well, we've, so anyway, we also um, haven't we also put it uh, in the description of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely have a link in the description of the podcast as well. OK, so anyway, so that's a little bit of a tangent. But so what does a person do with this information? So now we know there are different learning styles. We we can identify what is our dominant style. Um, so what, what's the point of all this, Joe? Well, I think the big takeaway, and I've already alluded to it, and maybe I just stated it directly already, is that you really want to involve all of your senses when you're learning information. And, and that's how you're going to remember it the best. You want to hear it, you want to see it, and you want to work with it. And, and let me illustrate how this uh, can be effective by telling you a story uh, about a guy that sent me an email a few months ago. Um, he's a guy from Texas, and he was trying to pass his B-level groundwater production license exam. And he sent me an email saying, I've, I've taken the test. I've failed it three times already. I need more practice questions to help me pass this test. Well, let me stop right there and, and say that's a common mistake that most people make when preparing for certification exams is they think that they can learn enough by taking practice tests and memorizing the answers to the questions. Well, that'll work if you're a visual learner, but if you're a tactile learner or an auditory and tactile learner, which I, like I said earlier, a, a good portion of the operators that I work with are, that's not an effective way of preparing. So I replied to him and said that that's not how we do things at American Water College, but I had just completed a course uh, covering the material for the level B groundwater production licensing exam. And I said, hey, if you'd, if you'd like, I'll give you access to it. You can check it out and see if that helps you uh, pass your test, get you over the top. So we got him enrolled in the class and he moved through the course at a fairly rapid pace, much faster than I would recommend, but he did, made it through the course. And, okay. and he, why don't you tell us a little bit about the course? Tell us how it's put together. Okay, well, this course is, is, is like, you know, most of the other exam prep courses that we have at American Water College. And that is, it's, it's broken up into lessons that deal with the subject matter that's covered on the certification exam. So each individual lesson will have a handout. And on the handout, there'll be key, what we call keywords and concepts or the vocabulary words uh, for the student to, to go over. 
and then it has an outline of the lecture. So the student will print the handout, read through the keywords and concepts, and then with that handout in front of them, they click on the video lecture, and then there's a, a lecture that has visuals as well as audio that goes through the material that's being covered. And then we encourage people to take notes on the handout while they're going through the lecture. And you can stop that lecture, you know, pause it, make some notes, start it, rewind it. You know, so if you miss some information, uh, you can just, you know, back it up and go over it again. Well, following the lecture, then we provide flashcards that are properly put together for maximum memorization that covers the important material that the operator is going to need to know. And then following the flashcards, we have some visual practice questions where you're able to, you know, pinpoint, you know, point and click basically and pinpoint the answer visually. It's it hard to describe on a podcast. Um, if, if you check out our uh, How to Prepare to Pass course, there's a sample lesson where you can see how these visual practice questions work. But it involves, it, it, it addresses the tactile portion or the tactile learner's needs in covering this information. And then also addressing uh, the movement required to learn new concepts. We have a keywords and concepts a section where you drag and drop, where you're matching a keyword or a concept with its definition. Um, and then finally, we have uh, a practice quiz. So you can see that we start with the visual, the handout, and then we go to visual and auditory with the lecture. And then the flashcards involve all three. We want them to read it out loud. We want them to see it. And then we want them to shuffle through the deck. And it's an electronic deck of flashcards. So all three senses are incorporated in the flashcards, in the visual practice questions, and the keywords and concepts. And only after we do that do we then present them with practice questions so that they can test whether or not they've mastered that knowledge. Okay, so our friend in Texas then, he went through this course, and uh, how does the story end? How did he do? Oh, well, he, 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 he did quite well. Um, his three previous attempts, he had an average score of 57%, and after quickly moving through the exam prep course, he passed with a score of 82%. So he, oh, that's, he, that's excellent. Yeah. Did, did he give you any feedback as to, to why he felt he did so much better? Um, he did. Was it was it the the practice test that put him over the top? Um, no. In fact, he didn't even mention the practice test at all. And we had some uh, phone conversations and some texts back and forth, but the practice test didn't even come up. He told me that the most uh, helpful part of the course to him were the lectures. Um, he said that he could visually see the information and hear it at the same time. That's what was able to help him get that information to stick, and then he could recall it when he needed it on the exam. Okay, so for this individual, it sounds like the combination of the auditory and the visual inputs is what worked together to help him understand and remember. Well, that's kind of the most important thing. Well, getting the understanding and then recalling right. the information when, when he needed. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks, Joe. That's some, that is some really good stuff. Well, that's going to do it for this segment. Uh, be sure to check out our next podcast in this series as we talk about how to put together your study plan. For American Water College, I'm Jay. And I'm Joe.
and we are the Water Brothers. We'll talk to you soon.